Hi everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello and I'll be your host for this weekly podcast where I share my walk with God, the lessons he's teaching me, and how my life has been transformed because of my personal relationship with him through his son, Jesus. We're in season two of Elevate the Day and the theme is beauty for ashes. What does that mean? Well, you'll have to tune in to find out. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. Well, today wraps up season two, Beauty for Ashes. I hope you've been blessed by the messages that were shared. Last week, I said that today's show would be all about how to jumpstart your Beauty for Ashes transformation. But before we get started, let's open up in prayer. Father God, your word says in John 3.16 that you loved us so much that you sent your only son to die for us and that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We thank you, Lord, for your son who shows us who you are and in turn who we are when we believe in him. I pray, Lord, that this message today opens the eyes and ears of all who listen in Jesus' mighty name, the name above all names. Amen. Over the past several weeks, you've heard lots of beauty for ashes stories from the Old and New Testaments to real life people and myself. So you should be able to see and believe that God is in the business of transforming lives, right? He excels at transforming lives, just like it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. Let's think about that for a minute. God has chosen the weak things, the foolish things. Why would he do that? Why would God take weak and foolish things and transform them? Well, because he wants people to see that it was his doing, not their own, so that he can show his glory. Let's revisit a few examples of these weak and foolish things. He took three basically unknown young men in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and brought them out of a fiery furnace alive and changed a nation. He took a baby, Moses, and used him to set his people, millions of people free from slavery. He took a 100-year-old, infertile, their whole lives couple <laughs> in Abraham and Sarah and gave them a son who would go on to multiply the nations of the earth. He took a shepherd boy, David, that his own father didn't even regard as much and used him to kill the giant Goliath and go on to become the greatest king ever. He took lepers, blind people, prostitutes, and transform their lives so much that 2,000 plus years later, they're still being talked about. We're still reading about them. He took a persecutor of Christians, basically a, a terrorist in the apostle Paul and transformed him to be, in my opinion anyway, the greatest apostle ever. And his most amazing transformation. He took a little baby, Jesus, born in a manger in the middle of nowhere, 
later crucified on a cross for us and raised him up from the dead so that each of us, every single one of us, could have eternal life in heaven with him. So if you're thinking that you're not worthy of such a big transformation, you need to think again. God's promises are for everyone who chooses to believe. Everyone who chooses to believe. You see, when God created us all the way back to Adam and Eve, he gave us a gift, the gift of a free will. We can use this free will to make all kinds of decisions and choices about our lives. We can use our free will to get up and go to work or call in sick. We can use our free will to go to the gym or sit at home watching Netflix, eating Fritos on the couch. We can use our free will to love or to hate, to divide or unite, to believe or reject. God is never going to force you to believe in him. He's a gentleman and a good, good father. And he wants you to believe in him because you want to. It's your choice. We've talked about the amazing things God did for all those people in the Bible and the guests on my show. Why? Because they believed. So you can see that the very first step in your ashes to beauty transformation is that you have to believe that God is God. He is who he says he is. What do I mean by this? You have to believe God exists and that he's God. <laughs> but let's face it, there are some people who don't think there's a God, right? They think because our world is so cray-cray that there must not be a God. Just look around you, right? Turn on the TV, look at your social media. You can see there are many people who don't believe in God. And there are people who don't believe that Jesus is the son of God. They don't believe that he was raised from the dead to pay the price for our sins so that we could go to heaven. Some people believe Jesus was just a teacher or a, a prophet who lived a long time ago, that he was just a cool guy. But the son of God? Mm, many people don't believe that. Then there are others who don't think that the Bible is the inspired word of God. They view it as a history book, which it is in many respects. Many people think the writers in the Bible just wrote those stories because they wanted to write them down. Kind of like I wrote my book and I wrote my blogs. Now, if that's you listening in today, I am not here to judge you or criticize you. If that's what you believe, then you are entitled to do so. I'm not powerful enough to convince you otherwise. However, what I am able to do is to share my story and the stories of others to help you see and believe that there is a God, Jesus is his son, and the Bible is God's very own words, his own words that have the power to transform your earthly life and grant you eternal life in heaven. Let's take a minute to go back to John chapter 3, verse 16, where it says, Whoever believes in him, now the him is Jesus, should not perish, but have everlasting life. It sure sounds like a belief in Jesus as God's son is the ticket, the key to eternal life, to a life of beauty for ashes, doesn't it? It really doesn't get any clearer, right? So step one in the transformation of your ashes into beauty is to believe in God and his son, Jesus. Step two, 
Well, you have to get to know who God is. And you do that when you get to know his son. So that way, you know what God has in store for you. What is his plan for your life? How do you do that? You read, study, and speak God's word, the Bible. The instruction manual for your life is God's word. Everything you need to know about everything is in this book, from the very first sentence in Genesis to the very last word in Revelation. Remember that slogan from Prego Spaghetti Sauce? It's in there. Well, the same thing for the Bible. It's in there. Need help parenting your kids? Check out Proverbs. Need help with anxiety or depression? Take a look at Psalms. Need to know how much God loves you? Check out the Gospels. I could go on and on. God's word is his plan, his guidance for your whole life. He lays it out book by book, chapter by chapter. He gives you examples of people who followed his plan and how well it worked out for them. He also gives examples of people who messed it up royally. <laughs> Spoiler, there's a lot of people who were hot messes, but don't worry, God fixed them too. What do you do when you want to learn something new? You read the instruction manual, you read a book, you study, you memorize steps. How is it that an electrician can rewire a whole house? How is it that a plumber can fix a clogged toilet? They read the manual, they studied, they went to school. They didn't just wake up one day and say, I can fix anything, no. How did you get to be an expert at what you're an expert at? So if we want to become an expert at knowing who God is, we read the instruction manual, we read the Bible. So many times I've heard people say, I wish I knew what God was thinking. Well, if you really want to know this, it's all in the pages between Genesis and Revelation. This book has every one of God's thoughts from the minute of creation until the end of time. Want to know what God thinks? Read his word. Want to know who God is? Find out who his son Jesus is. If you know Jesus, you know God. Not sure what God would have you do in a certain situation? See what Jesus did. That trite and overused phrase, what would Jesus do, is exactly on point. If Jesus would do it, then do it. But if Jesus wouldn't do it, then my advice, don't do it. <laughs> so step one to your beauty for ashes transformation is to believe in God and his son, Jesus. The second step, is to get to know God through his son, Jesus, by reading and studying the Bible, God's word. The third step is to know who you are and declare the promises of God in your life. Step into the person God created you to be so that you can fulfill his plan for your life. Okay, so how do you do that? Well, in order to know who you are and fulfill God's plan for your life, you have to know what God says about you first, right? Guess where you can find this? Yep, you got it, it's in God's word. See, I told you everything you needed to know would be in there. Let's see what God has to say about you in his word. First and foremost, I am who God says I am. Philippians chapter one, verse six. I am blessed by God. Ephesians chapter one, verse three. I'm an overcomer in Christ. First John. 
chapter 5, verse 4. I am a lender and not a borrower. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7. I am the head and not the tail. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13. I am a joint heir with Christ. Romans chapter 8, verse 17. I could go on and on. There's a bazillion more. And in season three, I'm going to talk a lot about who you are. So I don't want to give it all away here, but do you see? I mean, really, do you see who you are? Do you see how God looks at you? His child? He doesn't see hot messes. He doesn't see failures. He sees us through his son, Jesus, as perfect, holy, righteous, healed, whole, transformed, prosperous, happy, loved, and on and on and on. All of those scriptures I just mentioned, all of those words, they're yours to claim as a believer. You can literally walk around every single day saying these scriptures, declaring truth over your life because of what Jesus did for you and for everyone who chooses to believe. This is not only good news, this is great news. <laughs> this news transformed the lives of so many people in the Bible. This news transformed my life. I didn't wake up one morning and know all of this. I'm, I'm still learning, praise God. I'm still stepping into all God has for me. Faith by faith, grace by grace, I'm learning to claim all of the promises that God has in store for me and my kids because of what Jesus did for me. And that, my friends, is worth shouting about. That's why you're listening to me on this podcast right now, because I want everyone to know this truth. Don't you just want to know the truth? I know I did. I was tired of the lies. I was tired of the half-truths from people who had no clue. I wanted and needed transformation in my life, and I was not going to settle for anything but the truth. So God took me, this weak and foolish thing, <laughs> this girl from the potato fields of eastern Long Island. He took me and used me to share my story of beauty for ashes, to put my business in the streets, if you will, to share the personal details of my life and the dark, dark moments so that someone might be helped or healed because of my story and how God reached out of heaven and saved my life. There's only one reason you are listening to me right now, and it's because God saved my life. It's all him. He gets all the credit, all the glory, all the honor and praise. The only reason there's any beauty in my life is because he gave it to me. My job now is to continue to walk in faith, to deepen my relationship with him through his son, Jesus, and to do my part to tell other people about his love, his grace, and his mercy. Now, if this is something you want to take a hold of, if you want to take all of your ashes and transform them into something beautiful for you and your family, if you want all of the promises of God, including eternal life in heaven with him, then I want you to pray this prayer with me. Just, just repeat what I say after I say it, okay? Father God, 
I come to you now and ask you to forgive me of my sins. I accept all that Jesus did for me on the cross. I believe that Jesus came to bring righteousness by dying in my place. And I receive his gift of salvation. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. And I accept him now as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. Thank you for making me a new creation in Christ. Thank you for loving me more than anything else in the world. Thank you, Father, for accepting me into your family and giving me a new start in life. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And from this day forward, I will serve you all the days of my life. Amen. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verses 8 through 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, if this is the first time you ever prayed a prayer like this, that I want to welcome you into God's family. You are on your way to fulfilling all that God has planned for you in this life. Now, you need to go do the happy dance, because guess what? You're going to heaven. Is it that simple? Yeah, it's that simple. Now it's time to learn how to walk in these blessings that God has in store for you as a believer. So that's what we'll be talking about in season three. So I hope that you'll tune in. Thank you again so much for listening today. If you would like a copy of those confessions that I read earlier, just send me an email and I'll get those off to you. Here are the scriptures that I mentioned today, and I'd like to encourage you to jot them down and more importantly, speak them every single day. Start speaking and declaring who you are in Christ. And then watch your morning turn to dancing. Watch your ashes turn to beauty. Are you ready? Here they are. John chapter 3, verse 16. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13, Romans chapter 8, verse 17, and Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 10. So until next week, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a great day, everyone.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Elevate the Day. My new book, Finding God, Finding Me, is now available on Amazon in ebook or paperback. This is a true beauty for ashes story and the transformation that God did in me. Pick up a copy today. When you visit my website, jennifercabello.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly Elevate the Day newsletter, which I send out every Sunday morning. And don't forget to follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I welcome your feedback and ideas for future shows, as well as suggestions for guests. Just go to my website, that's jennifercabello.com, to email me. And be sure to tell your friends about my podcast so you can elevate their day too. God bless you and have a wonderful day.